1: yo
2: crazy
0: Hello 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 what's up everybody welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and, t- and entertainment And man, do we have a fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, let's go say hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
3: I'm deaf. Why do you have my mic, my speak, my whatever they are in my ears so loud? I I don't. God, is it
0: loud. It's no different than it has been any other time. All I did was make it that both speakers work, because before only one of them was working. Oh,
3: maybe that was nice. I am
0: I can put wire. it back that way. No, no, I'm
3: caught in all the wires. Wait a minute. Oh.
0: So anyway, you guys, <sighs> um, after we, uh, say hi, and then we'll go on.
3: Hi, everybody. Oh, They'll like a stuffed sausage in this shirt. I got so fat. I asked Chad. He said he ate a lot, too. What's up, Chad Murphy?
1: What's going on, fellas?
3: 15
0: pounds heavier. Ooh, it was a good one. Do you have a nice Thanksgiving? We did. We drove up to South Carolina, family friends, nice bonfires and big turkeys and good eats. Yeah, I had a great time. Nice cool weather. And uh, it's actually about 50 something degrees here in Florida today. It's really nice down here.
3: Oh, wow. It's cold, cold, cold in nice. Palm Springs too. It must be. It's about it's about 70. Nice.
0: That's perfect. <laughs>
3: no really actually it's actually, going to 40 in the nights though yeah that's and cold. it's gonna be it's gonna be 62 all next week and we're getting snow up in the mountains pretty so that's gonna be fun we can go up to snow for christmas and then come down and swim nice and that's what i look at this you see my fat stomach suck i can't get in this. suck it in now One oh no i gotta change this shirt so what's up we got a chat
0: room full of people hello chat room we want to say what's up dave hughes is in the uk hey. eileen shapiro in new york city Ellie's in Estonia. I don't know who else is in there, but hello, everybody in the chat room. We got a great show for you guys today. First, Her, off- I just
3: want to make this for Eileen. Eileen, darling, sweetheart, love, treasure of my existence. You're going to London, I heard. And then from London, you're flying to Florida. No,
0: no, she's going to Florida, and then she's flying to London.
3: Oh, first Florida, so you get a tan, so you look good in dreary London. <laughs> <laughs> but... No mention of coming to Palm Springs, but that's quite all right, darling, because we really don't like you, (laughs) (laughs) and don't come, so there, and it's true, your boobs are fake.
0: (laughs) Anyway, what's up? Michaela's in the chat room. How you doing, Michaela? Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We got a great show for you guys today. Uh, First up's going to be E.G. Daly. You guys know her as Dottie from... um, Pee-wee's big adventure and she's the voice of tommy and the Rugrats, and she was on the voice and she had a huge hit single say it say it and uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun with her and then we have kiki isn't that funny i like just choked kiki epson coming back you
3: guys buddy epson's daughter and uh and kiki i invited her back because she was so involved in the fires up at paradise cove uh burnt down her barn, her tractor, and she had to get her, I'll let her tell you about it, But her horses and stuff. It was really a tragic thing. And I feel that the media hasn't covered it like it should. Um, so far, 200 and something people are still missing. It's, a, it's a, the biggest tragedy to hit California other than the San Francisco earthquake, and nobody seems to care. And, like, President Trump isn't making any big deal about it or funding us or sending major monies. So we're raising it among ourselves, and Kiki will tell you all about that.
0: you got to, like, love it. Also um – Oh, and uh, Stefan Daniel Bell is, like, checking in. So what's up, Stefan, everybody? Check out the new Jimmy Stars World website. Uh, It's jimmystarsworld.com. We've been revamping it and putting on a lot of great material and a lot of great interviews and stuff. So check it out. And um, I was going to mention all the shit that we have coming up.
3: (gasps) Cursing. We're not cursing anymore. We're going on major TV, so we can't curse. Okay. <clears throat> so I want to be... talk about
0: all the shit we're going on.
3: They curse on major TV. No, they don't. Not when you're on major cable going worldwide. Sure, they do. I just heard it last. That's something we watched yesterday.
0: On cable. Yeah, they just don't say uh, the f word. They have certain words, but they say
3: like butt ass and oh, I don't shit. see I don't like any of those words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I you ne- just like the really balance No, what's nev- up, Pat Grant? Also, just uh, No, no us. one,
3: no one out there can ever say I've used a very dirty word. Yeah, never, ever, never.
0: We want to give a shout out. Pat Grant just joined us in the chat room. She's in Canada. What's up, Pat?
3: Pat, you're freezing your buns off, I bet.
0: It's going to be fun. Yes, everybody's freezing their butt. I mean, if it's kind of cold here, it must be freezing everywhere. I mean,
3: if, if Chad's in the 50s in Florida. Exactly. Yeah, but Palm Springs, That's because New York is sub-zero. But Florida, I mean, Palm Springs, this is a normal winter. Everybody thinks that it's 115 all the time here. No, it's only two months out of the year that's unbearably hot. But we swim, and we stay cool. It goes by quickly. Eight weeks flies because the rest of the year, you've got this exquisite weather. Every day, sunshine every day 65 to 75 no humidity dry hardly any breeze it's just the most perfect weather in the world and if you think i sound weird it's because i'm fighting a cold
0: that's there you go i want to make a quick shout out too and we're going to give a shout out to tina tina bina bina what's up Tina, 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 tina you guys so uh, now, isn't that funny? I just forgot Tina's last name as a brain fart. What's Tina? Tina Boba? Tina. Bobana, Tina. Benabana, hey, Stefan. Bobana, what's Tina's Tina. last name? <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Tina. Beautiful. Um, so anyway, you guys, Tina left uh, the day uh, a couple of days ago, and she flew to Belize. To work, you know, she's a nurse and she's working for the medical care clinic in Belize at the Hillside Healthcare International, and she's going to be there for a couple of weeks, uh, helping things out. And you guys should all check it out; it's very interesting. And you can go to hillsidebelize.org, h-i-l-l-s-i-d-e-b-e-l-i-z-e.org, and if you follow her on Twitter, you—I mean, uh, on Instagram—you see all the pictures because she had like pictures landing and all the different stuff. It seems Am very exciting. Am I missing exciting.
3: something? What happened in Belize?
0: Huh? I don't know if anything happened. I think that she's going to help train nurses to oh. be able to take care of people uh, in Belize and uh, she went with a whole crew of people and and uh, she's fabulous and it's a it's a great thing and, and I'm just excited for her about it and so I just thought I would tell Tina's everybody. Tina's one
3: of our sweetest
0: friends. Absolutely. She's an absolutely gorgeous Oh and her last girl. name is Davidson. There you go. Yeah, I'm sorry I, you guys. I, I had a brain fart. I knew that. Tina Davidson. Well you didn't tell me when I asked you.
3: Well because I couldn't remember but I knew it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I knew
3: it. I knew her name was Davidson. I love Tina. She's the most gorgeous girl. Her, her background is Vietnamese, and she's just a stunningly beautiful uh, girl inside and out with a kind heart.
0: Oh, my gosh, too. Ellie says it's minus six degrees Celsius. So I don't know what the, how cold that Wait, is.
3: Where? That's like co- she's in Estonia. That's like committing suicide.
0: And Pat Grant says she's got, like, tons and tons of snow in Canada and... I think it's going to be a cold winter, and I'm glad that we're not in Pennsylvania or
3: New York. Well, if we were still living back east, I would not be there. (laughs) I would have been out here. So it wouldn't have mattered to me one bit. Brandy stop She's eating everything The dog is eating Christmas ornaments <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have a dog That ate Christmas ornaments You guys we
0: had a wonderful Thanksgiving too oh, We put Brandy. up our Christmas tree It took Brandy us a couple and days And we're still not finished But we're working on our <laughs> Christmas decorations We had a fabulous Thanksgiving And we had Thomas Churchill Came over for what our you, Thanksgiving And uh, we had uh, Sadie Katz And Miles Reeve her boyfriend And uh, he's the showrunner for that show About Leah Ramini and Scientology And we had, who else? Uh, We had Deirdre and Leslie, Ron and I. We had a great time. Chris Bennett came over. We
3: had a fabulous time. And Miles' mom, Harriet. Oh, yeah. Miles' mom, Harriet. It was terrific. I got along with her really good. It was fabulous. I had a great time. It was a nice party. I'm happy you invited me. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Actually, you guys, Ron, I didn't do a thing. I did clean up. I didn't do anything to make it. Ron and his daughter, Leslie, primarily did all the work, and we had the most beautiful turkey. You guys got to go on Instagram and and check out our Instagram, all the pictures, because we had a beautiful turkey. We had great, great people coming over, and it was a really lovely Thanksgiving. Much better than Thanksgivings in,
3: in, in Pennsylvania. Jimmy, you keep talking about Pennsylvania like I was ever in Pennsylvania. Oh, that's right. Ron wants to pretend like I we mean, never lived there. You know, I live, I'm a New Yorker. Pennsylvania is like a, a a pit stop. You know, like you go through New Jersey to go to Pennsylvania to come to California. And that's the only time you should ever be in Pennsylvania is driving through it when you're coming to California. I'm not saying anything bad about Pennsylvania. It's a beautiful, a beautiful scenic state. I mean, the scenery is magnificent. I, I really liked Pennsylvania. I just didn't like being there. Right. Because it's not who I am, you know. I'm Hollywood. I'm, I've am always been, ever since I was born, I was raised with Hollywood. My mother, my father, my sister, everybody's got some connection in the business. So for me to be around, like, you know, like I was driving one day and I was late for an appointment and I was behind a tractor. <laughs> And the farmer couldn't care less, and he was going six miles an hour, and the damn thing was so big that if I tried to cut around him, I would have gone off the road into a farm. So I had to bear with it, screaming, carrying on, and yelling – but didn't do any good. The farmer just said, screw you. I got to get my – I think it was some, like a big thing with choppers in the back. I don't know what the hell it was. But, you know, that's not for me. The farmer's life is not for me.
0: So here's what we also then uh, – so we've got three events we're going to. Actually, maybe even four. but We, we have, have five, we actually. Have, okay, we have three confirmed ones that I, like, know of right off the bat. And so I'll tell you guys a little bit about them. Not all at the same time. It's too much information. But this Saturday, we are going to the world premiere – of the first Jewish-themed horror slasher movie. And it is called Hanukkah, the movie. And it's premiering at the uh, TCL Chinese Theaters, which is right above Grauman's Chinese Theaters in Hollywood, California. And uh, it's a red carpet event, and we're going to go see the very first horror slasher starring Sid Haig and P.J. Souls and Caroline Williams and Sadie Katz and Charles Fleischer, who was the voice of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And uh, it's going to be a fantastic event. We can't wait. And Ron doesn't even really like horror movies, and he's going to, like, go to it. He's excited to see this one.
3: Well, because, you know, I've never seen a rabbi killing people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's going to be an interesting uh, movie to see. Uh, All the rabbis I've ever known were very nice people, very gentle, very um, angelic-like. So now we're going to have a mental case rabbi, and he kills people that do not go to temple. (laughs) So yeah, We thought, think. We don't really know. Well, I'm <laughs> going to put that rumor out there so everybody will go see it. Look at this fat it's Directed stomach. by Evan McGar. I'm about to blow the buttons out my belly. It's going to be a lot of fun. i got to go change my shirt. No, you're fine. Oh, my belly's high. I look like I'm nine months pregnant. Big fat No, slum. you don't. Nobody can tell. <sighs>
0: Especially now that
3: you put your feet up. You know why? Because they're cold. I didn't put socks on. And the house is cold. He's got no shoes cold, on. Actually. So... You gotta. I'm like, comfortable. I want to look at this. I'm trying to. Can I get a pillow and put it over my stomach?
0: I can give you one of those Christmas pillows if you want. I'm gonna want.
3: do that after a song or something. I'm gonna put a Christmas pillow.
0: So we're getting ready to call our first guest. Chad is our
3: first guest on the line well hold on let me take a take a look here mm-hmm. you take a look mm-hmm. and if it is to, then we'll to, play to a to song finalize the movie hanukkah i'm loving it because uh, caroline and sadie are in it and they're two of our dearest friends so it's all so nice to go to the movies and see friends of yours do good work uh, eileen says just take the shirt off you know eileen <laughs> you know eileen yeah all your guests are online it, Okay. It doesn't work anymore, Eileen. You've abandoned me. <laughs> oh, yeah. She doesn't love me anymore. She did. She be here? <laughs> no, she doesn't care for me anymore. She makes believe. Yes. Because she's your partner, so she has to be nice to me. Dave, you says stop moaning, Ron. you're yeah. you're totally fit too, and stop no, moaning. Because if. If if she if I don't like her, then I'll get you not to be partners with her, and that's what she's afraid of. So she has to be nice to me for your sake. Yeah. She hates my guts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's true. If she cared one bit for me, she would have been here for December. She's going to come. Just no, she's gonna. only way she's going to come is with a vibrator. <laughs> oh, <I> no. <laughs> no, she's <coughs> going <laughs> Listen to Chad. I
0: she says it. she loves you, Ron. Anyway, no, here's what we're going to do, me. you guys. She's a
3: liar, liar. Set your house on fire.
0: All right, so here's (laughs) what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to play the brand-new single by E.G. Daly. The name of the song is So Pretty. Um, It's a fabulous song. It's a fabulous video. Our daughters are in it. And um, while we are playing the video, we're going to get her on the line. How's that? Chad, you got that ready? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Here's E.G. Daly. So Pretty. Enjoy. (laughs)
2: Would you like me better? If I smile right then Would you like me better now? If I change my body again
1: Anybody can be beautiful, really.
3: I wake up every day with a positive attitude and I already feel beautiful on the inside. And I know who I am. I love myself.
5: I am strong. I am independent. You're so beautiful, like a fresh blooming flower.
3: There you go, fellas.
0: Hey, everybody. So that was So Pretty by EG Daily, and we had a problem getting her on the line, so we're going to try again. Chat, can you get her or no?
3: Of course I can. What was the problem? She was on. She said
0: it was spinning. She was on, but she said it was spinning, and the video wouldn't come up. Huh? So we thought we'd we'll try, try, try it again. again. All right, everybody, here we go. We're gonna try it again. Up oh, there she it is now. Hit the, the video. Button. Hi,
6: guys?
0: It popped up for a second, then went away. Oh, I can there it? hear, we can she hear
3: comes you. There she you. comes. Here she
5: comes. How's that Wi-Fi connection you're on? <laughs> The
0: so Wi Are Wi-Fi we on the right? We're yeah. good. Who's with you?
6: That's my assistant, Bridget.
0: Oh, hi, Bridget.
6: I'm really not me. sure why your, the video isn't working. Should we do you have Skype on your computer? Um, yeah. Hold on, let me see if I can get on my assistant's computer. I think it would be the same thing, though, right? Hold I, don't on. Hmm, I don't know. That's fine. This is weird. I really? want to see you. No, I don't have Skype. Um, we'll, tr-
0: we'll try it and see. You know what we'll do? We're going to take one more music break while you guys try and get on. Okay. Hey, Chad. That's me. Hey, let's play EG Daily Say It Say It, and that way it's like an intro. Why don't we do it? <laughs> and it's like a four minute video, so it should give us some time. Cool. Hey, go. everybody, check out EG Daily Say It Say It.
6: Yeah. Okay. I got an idea, guys. I-
2: That's summer, I rented a room in an old Victorian <laughs> house. This would be your room. It's a single, semi single. It was appalling. Absolutely appalling. Charming. But before I could get out of there, she insisted I see her garden. Voila! That's my garden. Those are my camellias and my azaleas. That's my daughter. I won first prize with that. Rose, that big black rose, at the rose contest last year.
3: I, I'll take this.
2: You will? That's great. Well, we can offer you a genial atmosphere and lots of intellectual stimulation. I
4: So there you go. Yeah, the sound is
6: better.
0: All right, everybody. That was E.G. Daily. Say it, say it. And uh now just say something, E.G., to make sure everybody can hear you, and then we'll do an intro. Hi guys,
6: I'm right here.
0: It's me. Hello, how's it going? Yay! That All was right, a nice network. shot of the palm of your hand. Not
6: even going <laughs> I'm
0: putting it on a stamp. Okay, good. I love it. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and beautiful singer. <laughs> actress voiceover artist from like the most famous characters on the planet and all around fabulous person eg Daly. hello and welcome to the show hi
6: guys hello hello so happy to have you
0: back happy to have you back it's true absolutely so i'm going to do our intros anyway you already know ron but we got to introduce him anyway don't
3: don't do that corny shit yeah
0: you have to because everybody's like say hi ron hi it's me ron how are you (laughs)
3: That's friendly. The other way, it sounds so
0: corny. And then we have a, um, we have our, uh, the man behind the boards. He's in Florida, Chad Murphy. Say hi
3: to Chad.
6: Hi, Chad. How's it
3: going? Going <laughs> good. Welcome back. Come back to us. <laughs> there she is. You know what? I love your kitchen. Of <laughs> course, your ki- <laughs> Listen, your kitchen <laughs> has those big tall cabinets. <laughs> you don't have. to over to get pots because yeah. at my age I bend out a pickup of a pot and I fall over so <laughs> I have those cabinets now in my kitchen and I love them do you love your cabinets
6: I you know they've actually <laughs> did der- you ever <laughs>
3: open did you ever open them to see yeah, what's inside yeah I do open them
6: occasionally <laughs> <sort> of,
3: <laughs> to see if <laughs> anything or sort of dish or platter perhaps <laughs>
0: I know, I love it. <laughs> I love it. So we've also got a chat room full of people. We have right now, we have Germany, Estonia, the UK, Canada, and the United oh States. Oh, my God.
6: Hello, all you guys. It's amazing. Aus- I forgot
3: Australia. Australia's Hi, not Larry. there yet. They will be there. Oh, Australia's coming in late. Yeah, they'll be coming in late. Because <laughs> they're way ahead of us. They're like, what, 18 hours <laughs> ahead of Australia? <laughs> you want to so, meet my daughter?
6: Do you wanna yes, to I want to
0: meet me? your daughter. She was in the So Pretty video right? How many daughters well, are? Two of to-
6: them. Both of them. There's um, Hunter and Tyson, one's 20, the long haired brunette at the end, and the one that I'm hugging is my 22-year-old daughter. And they're both amazing singers, uh, songwriters. They're, they're really like a chip off the old block, I might say. So are you going to get them on The Voice? No, I don't think they're The Voice kind of material. They're really just like... I mean, if they want to do that, but I don't really feel either of them have a desire to do The Voice. I mean... At this point in their lives, but they're both very, very, very qualified, amazing, talented singers. They're just on their own little journeys, which is cool.
0: I love it, and the fact yeah. that you you have a 22
3: year old and a 20 year old is amazing yeah, too. I do. <laughs> yeah, but, but they're not married.
6: No, they're not married yet. They're they yet. may
3: ne- They may never marry. I have two old maids. My <laughs> oh, daughter. No. No, they, they are, my, my one daughter was first runner-up Miss America, Miss New York State Powers top model. She's a Michelle Pfeiffer uh, look-alike. She's a beauty. Wow. And man, now, yeah, dates, boyfriends, engagement rings, living yeah, with, wow. in and out. But no marriage, no How kids. Old age, <laughs> How old is she? to my age. My oldest maid daughter is 49. Oh,
6: that's amazing.
3: And my oh, no. other old maid is 43 my who's girl. a beautiful she's an actress Deirdre Sarego. she's a beautiful redhead you have, They're cool. using,
6: you have to stop using words are powerful calling her old maid just keeps plugging it that it's she's an old maid
3: oh that's you kind just, You have to hear what I really call <laughs> <and> driving. <laughs> <laughs> Private is <in the laughs> a lot. <laughs> no, you gotta like love it. First of all, uh,
0: you know, cause, uh, I, I'm very fortunate because I married Ron. I married into a family, um, and 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 everybody is is actually very attractive. So like he comes from you know. Uh, did you did we tell you how old Ron is? The last time you were well, on the show. Let's
3: tell it again. Let's just say it again. Yeah, tell just it again.
6: I think you said, it, but I I don't remember because I don't really. Yeah,
3: I'm a, I'm 78. He loves to do that. Because look how gorgeous. You are
6: not 78. Yeah, he's oh, 78. Wish, I, well, how could
3: I have a 50-year-old daughter if I wasn't <laughs> 78?
6: You are not 78 years old. I yes. am most certainly 78. And he 78. just shot a
0: movie. He just He's still working. He just did a movie yeah. like two weeks ago. And I've got
3: three more to go. So I the really work. To to come- yeah, Actually, but you know what? Seriously, now let's get serious because this is a very serious subject with me. All
6: right, let's do it. I'm my daughter
3: Deirdre. My daughter Deirdre is an actress, okay. and she went out with a very famous movie star of which I'm never allowed to give his name. Okay. But he was. I've been out
6: with a million guys I'm probably not Well, sure.
3: this one was a serious relationship. Okay. And after that one, she said, no more actors, no more anything, because she's an actress. And I her know. career had to come first. I well, now, now she's 43. The career's still coming first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And no husband. What are you uh-huh. going to do with your daughters when they say to you, Mom, I'm not interested just yet in get, getting married? How are you going <laughs> to react?
6: I think I just want my kids to be happy, and if they don't feel ready to be married, then I just want to support them in whatever makes their lives happy. Like, I get so much joy knowing that they're feeling at peace and comfortable, and if they're stressing out about something, I just want to find any way I can to make sure they feel uh, they feel good about themselves, no matter what, because who's to say that, you know, yeah, by the ideals, you know, you should be married, you should have a kid by now, but the truth is, What you should be doing is what makes you the most happy and the most content in your life. So I would really like to hope to think that if my, I mean, I believe my kids are going to both get married and have kids. They're both just natural mother type women and they're both so lovely, but I feel like whatever is in their path, I'm just going to support them. So they feel good about whatever phase in life they're in, wherever they're at. And if that includes being married, great. And if for some reason they don't want to be for a while, great. I mean, I just feel like I'm going to support whatever is right for them.
3: I did that 40 years ago. <laughs> I did it 40 I did it 40 years ago everything you're you saying. Go. And now I just look at it this way, you know when I'm dead, they're not going to have family anymore. So they really uh-huh. should have a husband or somebody. I feel answer this question. Jane Russell, my best friend, you know who she is, the legend yes. movie star. She used to say to me the Lord made everything in twos. And yeah. one is the loneliest number in the world. And I agree yeah. with her. And I'm afraid that my daughters one day will be old ladies by themselves with a cat and a canary, you know.
6: So uh, this is really about you because this is really about your fears. Yes. Because you feel sadness for your kids. But your daughters might be fine. Your daughters might just end up having great friends that, they're, that they share their lives with. Or, you know, this is more about we have to look at everything as like, What about it affects me so much is that you you want your daughter to be happy, but maybe your daughter is happy or will be happy, and it might not be the vision that you have for happiness, right?
3: That's very true, but that's what parents are about. We're supposed to teach teach our children what we have learned, and I've never been single in my life. I got married uh, to my first guy at 19 years old. We were together for 46 years. Wait, you got
6: married to a man at 19?
3: Well, marriage on our own, not legally, but right, I was 19. But yeah, but that's he crazy. was ni- He was 19 and we were together for 46 years and he died from pancreatic cancer. Now yeah. I'm with Jimmy. So I have never really been a single person for very long.
6: But that's why you have so much fear because for you that feels scary because that's what you know to make you happy is you have a like long-term partner. But it's different for everyone. You know, Everybody has their own form of happy, what's happy. Oh my yeah. god, I
0: love that. You are like like I used to go to a therapist cuz I had all these hang-ups about g- being gay. Like you're like a, like the greatest like better than my therapist <laughs> ever. <laughs> I neat, love it.
6: Where is the right there's, you there's nothing that. At you, the end <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing you could discuss with a therapist about being gay. I mean, it's a dead end situation. I know, but I you are. You my will family always hated be. It. Well, too bad. You know what? It was every. a great movie
6: that I just saw. Was the movie Boy Erased.
3: I it didn't care. Wow. Really oh, see, we didn't, didn't like it? It. No, the, the gay, the, it. The gay. viewpoint was very poor. We it wasn't. It. A, gay people are not loving it because it was a heterosexual viewpoint. Oh. I know. Uh, and not dealing with the honest truth.
4: Yeah. If
3: they were gonna deal with the real honest truth, they would have gone into his relationship more. They sort of uh, made it a straight movie uh, about a gay person. Right. It's not a gay movie. Like my a,
0: sister's super religious and I think she probably like loved it. I don't know, talk about it. And her my sister lot. also <laughs> would love it. You know, <laughs> that's yeah that's
6: good to well, hear your perspective on it. It's good.
0: I like it though. I I I mean I I thought the acting and everything in it was really good. So it was all fun. I Whoever, was is that, really that, that's I your like daughter. Tell your daughter to come in and say hi. Does she not want to come in and say hi? I'm yes. not,
6: I'm not she just came so back from full day. You want to see her? Hold on. I saw
0: you in the... She's, she's beautiful. So let's talk a little bit because now we're on the topic anyway. I want to talk about a lot of things. but So you have okay. a brand new music video. It's called So Pretty. It's yeah. got a very powerful message and it's a lot about what you were just saying to Ron a second ago. Um, yeah. um, and so I'm going to read this, what I took off. off the. So everyone should be treated with respect and accepted for who they are and not what they look like. Celebrating inner Absolutely. beauty and confidence, embracing uh, authenticity and... Um, Beauty is on is an inside job. Less people pleasing and more self love. The key is to be aware and to be accountable to each other. I thought all of it was fabulous. Thank I can't you. I can't believe that. First of all, first of all, the song is fantastic. Everybody Thank loves you. the song. Hi, daughter. Why don't
6: you tell everybody to go <laughs> get it. This is my oh, beautiful. come on, come on in, come on How are in. You guys? Um, Sit down. Pull up a stool. It the more people that get the song, the more uh, we chart, and the the more the message gets out there. We're trying to just get everybody to go. Get the song on iTunes. So pretty. There's three versions. They're all beautiful. And then also go check out the video on my YouTube page, which is really cool. The So Pretty song. That's my bunny girl. Hi. Hi. It's so nice you to meet you. You look like your
3: mom. Pull up yeah. a stool. Sit down. You're join join and talk. You a lot. Join yeah, so us. I, Come on. I want to hear your viewpoint of your mother's philosophy. Sit on down.
4: Philosophy. Mothering,
3: mothering. On, on, on your happiness, doing your own thing, whatever it is. Like I, if you want to drive a car off a cliff, it's okay, honey, because no, that's what you no, want to no. do. <laughs> no, but my yeah.
6: daughter, my daughters know that I love them, period. I just want them happy and comfortable. What, what yeah, I think it just it's just
5: about like, yeah,
6: you know, what you want, what's what. Will make
5: us inevitably the most happy. Yeah. And I can't but, define so you that. Know for what? Them. I, I think deep down, she, I know you guys, I heard you guys talking about kids. Like, she wants me yeah.
3: to have kids. So I will. <laughs> every pair. Every parent does. Every but parent does.
5: I, yeah. I definitely want it to be with the, the right person and not with somebody that
3: I don't like. Well, according so, to wait, the girls I know today, and I know yeah. some beautiful girls, they all said the guys out there are jerks. They're either these feminine men, that whatever they're called. Or
6: they're,
3: right, or they're me, uh, masculine junky bodybuilding little wiener guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, so because you grew up so a- the shopping is is very limited.
5: It, it's limited, but you know what? I think that there are a few, a few out there, uh, and I have some faith. My sister found like a really great guy who's
6: like a part of the family now. Yeah, he's um, a part of my. He lives with us. My yeah. daughter's boyfriend. Oh, he's that's great. so cool. A lot of people were judging me. They're like, can't believe you're letting him live in your house with your daughter. And I was like, you do you, I do me. And like it. Well, absolutely.
3: uh, What goes on in my house, fuck you. You know, what goes on in your house. I mean, nobody should give a shit what goes on in other people's houses. We're
6: so in Italian. people People judge it, but when you look at the picture of the way we are, we're really like a it's kind of like he almost completes our family in a weird way. Like he just does something that harmonizes. There's a lot of female energy in my house and he sort of, he sort of adds something very different to
3: the house, which really, yeah. plus a lot I, of laughter. I have, really. I have female energy in my house. I've had it in my house for almost 50 years. <laughs> Um, my daughters constantly live with me. They're living with Jimmy and I in Palm Springs. Awesome. They wanted to move here because they like Palm Springs. We've lived here before. And my daughter Deirdre said, Daddy, it's only for like two or three weeks till Leslie and I get an apartment. That was almost a year ago. <laughs> now, before that, it was like 20 years, 10 years, 15. I mean, they've really got moved out to live with guys. And then when it broke up, moved back.
6: That's so oh, sweet, though, that they feel some people don't want to go near their family yeah, that's true. No, because they hate close. their parents. So that's they're really says yeah. a lot about you. No,
3: see, see how you are with your girls. Yeah, that's my girls me.
6: still live at home. They they're yeah, comfortable. They're, they're, yeah. um, i like to move out, but I'm not going to do it until I have. The yeah, money. she. I mean, Hunter wants to have her own beautiful place and decorate it. That's a fun part of life, but. She's not being pushed out by me. and There's no rush. It's whenever it works for her, and I'll just tell that's, her. So wait, what? What, what, that's what, is, exactly what is that me. daughter's name again? I'm sorry. That's Hunter. You can find her on Instagram at the Hunter Daily.
0: Okay, Hunter. Okay. And my yeah, other no. daughter
6: is at uh, her name is Tyson, and you can find her at I am not Mike Tyson. Is her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> But and I, mine, I, by the way, for all you that are listening, go follow me as Real E.G. Daily
0: on Twitter Real. too, you guys. She's yeah, really Twitter EG
6: Daily. and Instagram, Real E.G. Daily or EGDaily.com. Uh, but anyway, so what else you want to talk about? So oh, I want oh, to one more oh.
3: question. Do you? Do you th- and I'm exactly like you are. My kids, I have never asked to leave, and they could stay here till the end of time That's because awesome. they're my children. I don't throw my children out of my home no. or their. No. Never, never. So now, do you think, in all honesty, that you and I are a bit overbearing as parents?
6: As Hunter. Come over here. Overbearing. What is overbearing? Hunter, let I mean me like, hear. Too strong, dominant. Too over dominant? Over is that what, that is that is? what you mean? What like, is overbearing again? Overbearing
3: overbearing is like overbearing means? Overbearing. Overbearing means like, uh, honey, don't go out. It's raining. Watch when you drive. Where no. are you going? What time are you coming home? Why are you making well, your hair sure. blonde? Why yeah. do you smoke pot? Okay,
6: let her talk. No, I. <laughs>
5: But she, I, yeah, she was always very like, um, like, like wanted to know. We have like a very honest, I think, family dynamic. So I think as long as we were honest and we were like really communicative, like we never were that family that she was like, you can't do this and you can't do that. No, I had a very that. like lenient, um, like upbringing, and I feel like that. I mean, because that's my 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 nature is kind of more mellow, anyways. But I think because of that, I was probably less like likely to get into like trouble. Trouble because I was like, oh, there's no like. Nobody telling me I can't. I know I can if
6: I want to, but I'm. Um, no, and I encourage her to like talk. She talks about anything with me. She'll literally share everything, anything. But the thing that we do have is we have our, on each other's phones where you can locate each other. And it actually saves a lot of stress because the only reason why I do call and check on her is like, if she's not home and it's like four in the morning, then I'm kind of like, oh, I'm a little nervous breakdown,
3: never- nervous oh. breakdown.
6: No, I don't. I never. I do. Them. I literally just see their location. I'm like, oh, she's at her dad's house or, oh, she's at her friend's house. And they do the same with me. Like if they can't find me, they just look at the phone locator and they're like, oh, mommy's at her workout class or she's at a, she's doing a, a rehearsal or they know from my locations where I'm at. So it takes a lot of the fear away. But the only reason why I might be, uh, I check on them is just to make sure they're okay and they're feeling okay. You know, that's well, it. that's but how I, I feel. They're very cool that I don't have to, like, follow up on them and make sure. How are, they, how are they, like, when you date?
0: Like, if when you date, whether you date somebody famous or not famous, like, do you introduce them to your children first? Come on, Hunter. I want to hear how it works. Oh, yeah. Hunter, pull up Thank a you. stool. No, Come
5: I, on. I just want to see my mom with somebody, like, really amazing. And she brings up one of these guys Shit. that are just kind of not that amazing. Um, what kind of
0: guys does she like to go, does she go out with like the rock and roller kind of guys? Because she's kind of got that hot bad girl like thing going.
5: <laughs> you know what, when I was younger, she always went for like the, the like Fabio, Mr. Pretty, manly
0: guy <laughs> with the blue eyes. We then- should do you know Daniel DeCrisio? He's like that. Yeah.
6: <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: Kind of staying away from that. No, but I think
5: I she realized those weren't the they, they weren't the keepers. So then she, I, mean, I think, right now she she's been dating a little bit more like people who have their
6: stuff together more so. Their like, shit together, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm dating like more age appropriate and more like responsible men that are just like you know they yeah you know wouldn't put it past me to date some guy who lived in a shack and they ended up trying to move in to our house and and nowadays and I'm not talking about money because I've never dated for money. And I've never dated, I've never, money was not the thing that motivated me to date or not date someone at all. But that was a problem because then I would date somebody that was just super hot, that didn't have their shit together. And then I realized this is not the kind of person I need to be being with, somebody who's not, who doesn't have their life in order. Today, I'm actually looking for someone that makes me feel good and safe, like a mensch. You know what I mean? Someone that feels like home, that feels grounded, that feels like my best friend. And obviously, I want to be attracted to the person, but I'm not really... I'm not really I'm not gonna date bad boys anymore. I don't wanna date losers. I wanna date a really beautiful, solid human being now. That's the difference. So I'm trying things and they're like, what yeah. is she up to now? Yeah, and then
5: she'll she'll bring home somebody that I'm like, You're not you don't you don't vibe with this person. She's like, Well, just give it a shot. I'm trying some of these things.
0: <laughs> There you go. Try, Nathan. What about for you then, Hunter? Like, do you first of all, like you've no. you've grown up, you grew up in an entertainment household. Yeah. Like, do you do you like do you like date guys who are in entertainment, or do you try to stay away from guys, or you don't care as long as they're cool? I don't.
5: I mean, I think I think actually, I my, I mean, my, my last boyfriend wasn't a in entertainment, but his his dad was, was a very big actor. Yeah. Um, but that was just
6: because I had gone to high school with him and we, like, grew up together. Um, he was your boyfriend for five years, so they finally broke up. But they were together yeah. since high school. A long oh, that's
0: a long time for a young person to be with somebody. It
5: was
6: like six years. It was like, it was, like right? almost six years.
3: Um, I love it. Well, that, that that's, that's like my daughters. Yeah. My daughter, Deirdre, grew up with Angelina Jolie. Who's oh, wow. Angie Voigt as her best friend. They went to school together, they hung out together. Yeah, Plus, yeah. It was it Bev- it was Beverly Hills El Rodeo and then Beverly Hills High. Now yeah. when you grow up with all that celebrity stuff, my daughter has been in homes of very famous movie people. Yeah. and what she saw and heard turned her off. She said, I never would marry a Hollywood person because it's all bullshit, Daddy. She said, the women are vain, they're in the plastic surgeon's office all day, and the men are shacking up with the Mexican maid. (laughs) I mean, she just had an opinion, and it's true. Look at how many stars this has happened to. Uh, Dear uh, Leslie, on the other hand, grew up on the East Coast with Lara Spencer from Good Morning America. Uh Now, Lara Spencer just got married again, second time loves being married so you see it's environmental it's where you live it's where you live
6: my kids uh, can handle any kind of thing i've kind of had them exposed to not a lot of money at times there was a point in time where we had to move out of our home and i rented our home and we went to go live at this place called the oakwoods which is like where a lot of like young kid actors go to live when they're doing a movie and it's like temporary housing and they have like a lot of actor kids live there. And I moved them there because my kids had never lived in a neighborhood with kids running around and riding bikes and playing chalk on the ground and, you know, hopsc- hopscotch or whatever. Hopscotch,
0: hopscotch. hopscotch. <laughs> it's like,
6: what I'm saying is we didn't live in a neighborhood where there were kids running around. And so yeah. we kind of moved there temporarily. At first, everybody thought it was crazy, but I knew that it was the right move at the moment because my kids had a really incredible experience. They got to be with kids that... Maybe didn't have a lot of money, but they yeah. hung out together every day. They would hang out on the grounds of this yeah. place, and my kids got a whole other experience they wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't have moved us down to an apartment yeah. for temporary. And also,
5: like I had gone to, pu- I went to public school for like most of my upbringing. Like a high yeah. school, I went to a private high school, but.
6: I chose that for them. But, I wanted them in Yeah, the like
5: I, I think growing up and and being in a going to public school and having some of my friends have a lot of money and some of my friends have very little money, it was I think good it for made them. me a little more grounded yeah, than somebody who like had gone to like a private yeah. high like private school since kindergarten and everybody has money. I think it it made me a lot more open. To, yeah,
6: like, and my I kids love know it. how to live. My kids like will travel in a private plane with their dad and stay in the nicest of the nicest of we hotels, and then they can come camping. We can go camping at some little beach, local dirty little beach with our friends. My kids can do any of it, which I love. The,
3: that the Ying and the, my kids also, because uh, Geirdre's a waitress, you know, she works yeah. in Palm Springs now in between yeah. movies, and Leslie is an antique uh, dealer, so they, uh, we grew up, I grew them up on Long Island, And then we moved to Beverly Hills. So they had a background of a community of just working people in a lovely uh, town of Garden City, Long Island, which is a beautiful little uh, town. So they had their fundamental roots. But that's that's why that's why they didn't like what's out there today. And my life has always been Hollywood. I mean, I mean, you know. Gloria Swanson, I mean Mae Murray, Jane Russell, all these Tap Hunter. These are my people.
0: Yeah.
3: And my and my kids grew up around them, and they just feel so that
0: they're totally not affected.
3: <laughs> but so no, they're, they're not better. affected at all. I mean, they they go can out. go like meet the biggest star in the world, yeah, and it's like I mean, just like talking kids, to the the guy next door. Too. Yeah. But too. they have got the wrong idea about so many men. My daughter Leslie said, because I'm gay, she felt, you know, I deceived my wife, which wasn't true. It was a time when uh, you you did what you wanted, like you said. And it was good for me at the time, and then it wasn't any longer. Uh, and, so wasn't being deceptive or, or any kind of a reason that I did it, except I fell in love with her. You know, m- gay men do fall in love with women. Yeah. Not, not all gay men hate women. I fall women, in
6: love but, with a lot of my gay men friends. I mean, I was, yeah. ask my daughter. My kids are always like, Mommy, he's gay. And I'm like, I love him. I <laughs> well,
3: love my, I, I wanted love to. Him, you know, I,
6: wanted I to, had a lot of my gay friends that I just was very close with, you know.
3: I could have really married Jane Russell. That's, That's awesome. how close Jane and I were, and I was much younger than Jane because Jane only dated men twenty-five years younger. Well, Jane you was have. almost she was eighty-nine and looked forty, and wow. gorgeous. Can She's I
6: gorgeous. Something? Yeah. When I come to Palm Springs, can I come hang out with you in this living room? Oh, absolutely. Are you
3: kidding? Are you serious? Of course. I'm serious
6: because my brother lives in Josh has a house in Joshua
3: Tree. Yeah, um, definitely. And I'll make supervise. us.
6: I'll, I'll make us a what, beautiful too.
3: pasta dinner. We're having a big Christmas party. We're Why a don't Christmas you come? party. You can come up for Christmas I love for that. Christmas because we, we have. But it'll be will. all it'll be all drunken celebrities. That's
6: <laughs> fine, but wait, we're out of town till the. What day is your Christmas party? We
3: haven't. We don't it know out yet. yet. We well, haven't. I'm done,
6: out of town. We're. I'm taking my. We're going on a family trip to Costa Rica, for um, ten days. The 16th through the. I don't know.
3: It'll probably be before the 16th. Yeah, it will be before because we have a lot of parties here, and we're trying to get our date in so that our closest friends can attend. You know, the other ones, it's okay. But we have but a— so Hang
0: on. I want to go back. Okay, so first of all, first of all, uh, everybody listen up. So you guys, everybody, we need to get this so pretty song to blow up. We got enough like listeners. I tell you, I put the press release up on Celebrity Cafe, Thank Stars you. and Celebs, uh, for you, and, and they told me you got— Ten thousand hits. <gasps> uh, so really? we need to get those people. Yeah. And Ron and I, and Ron and I are interviewers for Celebrity Cafe. So yeah. like s- sometime in the next you know week or two, we'll do an actual phone interview and get it published. Well, and we you do it,
3: it I just did. Uh, Kiki, yes, I'll do it. And I'm doing so we'll get a bunch of stars that I'm doing. I'm booked until. You guys, time. That would
6: be awesome. Everybody I mean, needs to get. Label. This. Oh, this is all self-made project. So uh, anybody's help, anybody that loves the song, it's really just got to be about the people at this point. Because I. I don't have like the so it's all about you know, it is really about people sharing it in the press and and I think the message is really important. It's a really important viable thing. I right? think so too.
3: But wait, I have to tell you about Celebrity Cafe. Okay. You don't you don't know what it is. It is the online magazine that is read by ten thousand, twenty thousand no, people. Ten million a month. I'm sorry, ten million <gasps> 10 10, million. Wait, 10 million a month. You should let me tell them because you don't even know. No, I want to, because you say it like a commercial. I say it in honesty. You know, there's a difference. When you're on Celebrity, you're read by so many people. It, It has been, wait, it has been referred to as the People magazine of. The internet. It is one of the biggest it's the biggest it's one of the biggest sites
0: in the world. It's the very first online celebrity magazine in existence. It started in nineteen ninety five. Um its its website ranking is higher than Perez Hilton and Just wow, Jared. It's like nice. look at it's way yes. way up there. And, and they wait,
3: are they,
6: we going to do? Is this going to? We're going to do a separate thing. We're going to do a separate thing
0: because it's not video. It's audio. Like what is it?
3: We'll do a phone it's, interview. It's a print promoting it's a all your stuff because it's a print magazine. It's a print, you
6: guys. Thank you. Well, That's
3: wait a second! Thing. And they chose Jimmy and I to be the interviewers for their magazine. We never pursued them. I didn't even know about them, I and they just that. thought that Jimmy and I do such a special job with interviewing and you know what they kept us so we'll do an interview we'll and I did Lainey Kazan I just did uh, Sally, Sally Kirkland, Kirkland. I just did uh, Sally Kiki, Kirkland. Yeah, and E B Epson. Kiki Epson. Uh, Kiki and I'm doing Connie Stevens and her daughter Jolie. I'm gonna be doing a whole bunch of people. And but you, anyway, and we you. will do it. Congrats, you. you
6: guys. That's awesome.
3: Now, we will do it and get it out of there because I think the message
0: of the song is fabulous. Can I tell I, you
6: more can I tell you more specifically what the message is?
0: Yes. I would love you to Okay. Too.
6: So you guys know I've been in Hollywood my whole life too. And my whole life, it's been about how I looked. When I was young, it was always about my little rocking body, and you know, it was always about this or that. And and what happened was, over the as I as obviously as you get older, and not even older now, it's happening with the young girls. It's like there's more of this desperate thing to look as good. It's a filtered selfie. So when you take a selfie, you can filter it. You can get rid of any wrinkles. So what's happening is, there's so much importance on how perfect we can look that. It's kind of an unrealistic thing, but also what happens is as we get older, you know, you're going to get wrinkles, your neck is going to drop, you're going to, and you can get plastic surgery, plastic surgery, plastic surgery. It's a bottomless pit because the real place that you have to feel the most beautiful is inside yourself. When you're feeling good about yourself, when you're feeling super in love with the people in your life, like love, deep love, care for the people you love, your children, your friends, your lovers, your loved ones. That's when you feel the most beautiful, I believe. When you're not caring, or I say giving a shit about what people think about you, when you just feel so good about yourself in your own self is when I think you feel the most beautiful. But so what's is, yeah?
3: But Jane Russell, we'll go back to Jane Russell, one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. beautiful at 89 years old, looking yeah. exactly like she did when she was young.
4: Yeah.
3: Being her dearest friend, I said to her one day at lunch, I said, Jane, tell me the truth. How does it feel now when you look in the mirror? And she looked at me, she said, how do you think it feels, Ron? Yeah. And I and I never went further. Yeah. She doesn't do it because she wanted to be beautiful to be a show-off. She did it because she missed Looking at her beautiful young self,
6: that was such a
3: part of her. That now she
6: and I understand that, and I get that because I've done Botox, I've done little tiny things, and I'm all I'm all in support of like grooming and caring for yourself and doing the things that make you feel good. But more importantly, is you have to fill yourself up on the inside during that whole process because it is hard getting older and seeing your face drop and seeing your body changing and your skin texture changing. And even young girls worry about am I pretty enough? Do I look enough like that? my is my body, is my booty big is, is big enough? Is my body sm- booty small enough? It's like the enoughs, enough's enoughs. It's like it is okay to want to take care of your outsides, but if you don't work on your insides and feel as solid as you can as a human being on the inside, you won't feel how beautiful you are. Whether you've done yourself up perfectly or not, if you don't feel good about yourself on the inside,
3: well, a lot of it's the Kardashian influence, I'm sorry exactly. to say. Exactly. With, the, with the fake ass now, they all put asses in, they put fake boobs in. I mean, next they'll be putting in fake snatches, you know, with well, is built in. Fake
6: booties in? is one of the highest in fatalities for those cosmetic. Like, it's, it's. I think it's, don't quote me right now, but I, I think I read that like one in 3 or 5000 people like die from that procedure because the the um, the fat goes into a blood vessel in the in right. the, some kind of vascular system in your booty again don't quote me on the specifics but i know it's something around this and it can cause a stroke or a i mean it's a really serious thing like people are making their booties so i obviously you could see in the video i have a moment where my yes. booty looks really big but and I'm not trying to judge people at it. I'm just making a point that, is it is it going to be enough if my booty is this big?
3: Ridiculous. You know, don't mess with Mother Nature. Either you get it or you don't. Here's and the my problem. Th- wait, though. hang on one second and you can have it. My philosophy is, by being a gay man, now, yeah. picture yourself You're a gay, gay. woman. No, it's a rumor. <laughs> it's a rumor that the last guy I had sex with said, but um, I'm married to Jimmy, of course I'm gay. But you um, made me blow my mind. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, 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 I had to come to terms with who I was at a very late age. Yeah. And I had to admit it and say, this is who you are, on And this is who people will meet you as, not as the closet faggot that you were hiding. And that was a big decision for me. And I understand what you're saying. If you are 400 pounds, if you are not attractive, if you are uh, deformed, you have to deal with it. And you have to say to yourself, this is only an exterior. What's inside is what I'm going to show you. And we have a few friends that are ugly. I won't say who. No, we have no, we really do. What no, we have a male friend that could be Boris Karloff's brother. Wow. But he is so adored and loved because his personality is so beautiful that everybody just sees him as a gorgeous sweetheart of a guy. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Well and
6: also like I mean if you notice, like I mean animals are great role models because animals like dogs. I mean, not to compare humans to dogs, but dogs are sometimes, in my opinion, really smart compared to humans. We have
0: two fabulous ones.
6: Humans will put something that's so dangerous into their body where a dog will sniff something that smells toxic and be like, oh, this doesn't smell right. You know, and humans will do something that hurts their body where a dog will run away and scurry from something. Humans, like, it's a crazy thing. And And dogs are like, dogs are lovable. We love dogs, whether they have one foot, no two feet uh deformed a weird jaw deformed losing eye like we animals are so beautiful because they don't even see that they just they're and they're all bisexual and we don't judge them for that and little children are all basically bisexual i mean they're all touching each other it's like there's so much judgment in the human community as opposed to like the beauty of the animal community in my opinion like animals are amazing
3: okay you have on, to my wait turn. you have just one more you have to remember one thing religion is responsible for every bit of hatred and prejudice because religion condemns yeah, and there yeah. was a time when religion condemned the black man, the Jewish man, right. the gay man. Yeah. Only one that was perfect was the the blue-eyed blonde Christian that Jesus is portrayed as. When Jesus, yeah. in fact, was an African American black man, <laughs> he was. He was an. He was an. He was as black as. Okay, hold spirit. on. He looked like, no, he looked like Sammy way. Davis Jr. huh? Yeah,
6: it's so true. Um, it's so true. That's the thing that. That's why I we consider ourselves spiritual. I'm Jewish by my culture which i love but i'm spiritual because i don't have any judgment on anyone's choices about religion or the way they see god
3: Oh uh, i you know well, what? Well, I'm, if, I'm half uh, ju- i'm half jewish my but turn.
0: First of all, real quick, Saturday, we're, we're going to the world carpe- red carpet premiere of Hanukkah. It's going to be the first Can't horror movie slash of a rabbi, like, killing everybody. Horror because they don't, go, oh
3: my God. That's of they don't go to his temple. But anyway, <laughs> we don't know if that's
0: exactly the story. But I, I came I'm a publicist wait. and two of my clients are in it. But what I wanted to go back to what he was saying about the Kardashians, because I was listening to Sirius this morning. They're crazy and they said bitches. The top 30 most influential, richest people under 30, and guess who number one is? Number one is Kylie Jenner, I think. Uh, yeah. She's the one with the makeup line, right? Of yeah. which she made $169 million last year at age 21. So I think that our influencers and our role models, you know, for people to do such terrible things to their body, um, you know, unfortunately, like, somehow that needs to just stop, that, that they're so popular that everybody does, you know, everything that they do. Well, um, we're
6: we're learning to... It's basically, that's why the lyrics in the So Pretty song is that uh, we got to stop objectifying, like stop objectifying ourselves because the reason why we want to have a body like Jessica Rabbit and boobs like Jessica Rabbit or whatever is is so that we appear a certain way, usually for men or for the uh, person you're sexually attracted to mostly. And um, what happens is it's it's self-objectifying. Like we're not, we're we're using our own body to be a spectacle of ourselves instead of like using our beautiful soul, instead of using what a kind person you are or what an influential person that you can actually take someone from being depressed and wanting to kill themselves to changing the way they look at life and feeling happy about life. You know what I'm saying? It's like there was a story on the girl, the young girl who tried to kill herself, who shot herself in the face over a boy and lost her face and she was beautiful. And then they, the really ironic thing was the girl before this blowing off of her face was trying to kill herself actually wanted to die. And then this girl that blew her face off and now has has had multiple surgeries and a face replacement actually is grateful to be alive today. Is grateful. Absolutely. And when you see people like that, you think they're not objectified. They can never objectify themselves. They have to go deep. They have to appreciate the love they feel for the people around themselves and the safety of their family and the beautiful day and the birds chirping. And I'm just saying it's okay to look beautiful on the outside if you want to. I love it. I'm super vain. I like taking care of myself and looking beautiful. But I know that the filling up has to begin to come from the inside. Okay, let's talk
3: about sex, okay? Okay. Today, girls, look at a guy. A couple minutes, so you got he's got to gotta be muscle-bound, beautiful with a beard and a nine-inch dick. Otherwise, he's not hot. And if he's not hot, who wants to go out with him? Now, a guy checks out the girl. She wears a clip cover for a skirt. She's got fake boobs, and she's in platform shoes looking like a Third Avenue hooker. And if a girl doesn't look like that, the guys are not hot. They are porno influence. They grew up <laughs> masturbating to the media porno. The only way a guy knows a chick today is if she does everything they do in the porno movie. If she does it like she's in love with the guy, like years ago, she's not a good turn or twist. Get rid of her. So guys want everything done to them and girls want everything done to them because now everybody's become a porno style That's star. Kind of like- Wait a is Vibrators, well, so, yeah, vibrators... B- vibrators yes. were around in my day. We talked about vibrators, but last time never discussed publicly. <laughs> and a woman would sooner die than admit she had one and she hid it under the mattress. Okay. Today, everything go. goes, anything goes. And guess what? There are more impotent men today. Because they can't get it up because women have absolutely flooded them with sexuality. Years ago, in my day, a girl raised her skirt up to her thigh. You saw a garter buckle, you got an erection, and Definitely. you were ready to go. <laughs>
6: well, yeah, it's gotten, it's gotten very extreme. But there are, honestly, there are a lot of people, like I'm actually friends with a lot of guys that are actually learning to slow down and enjoy connecting to human, you know, connecting to women. And it's kind of, there are people out there that are learning to go deeper men and women. And
0: that's good. That's good.
6: Eventually it gets really old trying to like my one friend, one point in her life, her husband cheated on her and she was so depressed. And every time I saw her, she'd say, I'm so tired. And I'm like, why are you tired? Honey, she goes, I'm tired of auditioning for wife because, she had to keep competing with what was out there that he was cheating on her with. And, and I think then what's happened is as she's gotten older, she's realized, you know what, Fuck that guy, like I'm beautiful. And I'm, I'm, I am enough. And if he needs to go get something else to fill himself up with, then so be it. But he never, he didn't have to go that route. He just really started to appreciate what an incredible wife she was and how, what an incredible life they've had. And he kind of changed his whole thing. But I think people are going a little deeper and of, in, I, would, in, in I love in life. that. Yeah, I think in anywhere in life, there's going to be people that that are constantly looking for stimulation. A lot of it is addiction, sex addiction. But love addiction. Most,
3: most of it is conversational. The thing that guys today say is, her body is just right. Her body is a little bit more than she should have. And then it, the third one is, her body is more than the more that she should have. So what they're saying is if you're a skinny Belink size zero, you're gorgeous. I'm marrying you. But if you're a size 10, 12, 14, 16, you're a fat broad. I'm not going to be seen with you, tubby. I want to be seen with a piece of ass. And by by the way, I don't want to go to bed with a fat woman. They say, because she's not attractive. They want porno models. It's not everybody. No, it's a majority. That's
6: not true now because now, guys actually really do like a woman with the big booty. Like now the big booty is the beautiful, sexy thing. Like, and, and if you don't have a big booty, that's considered not sexy. so I think it's just the tides keep changing. Yeah,
3: but the book, the, the big booty is one thing, but when the body comes big with the big booty my, and you got thunder thighs and you got uh, Hadassah, Hadassah arms, you know,
6: but my friend is married. My friend is very overweight. She's a very overweight girl. She's been married to a very thin, lean athletic man for years they've been married for 12 years and they have more sex than anybody i know
3: or was she skinny when she married him no
6: no he just really loves her and well he's a chubby
3: he's a chubby chaser that's what they call anyway they have names for everybody
6: everybody likes what they like and i don't think it boils down to one thing or the other i just think it boils down to the the human and what kind of person Um, is attracted to
3: you yeah, well, it's it's the majority of it all is about movies. So because when we go to the movies, we see Jennifer wow. Lawrence, we see that other gorgeous thing. I love that blonde. What's her name? That, Charlize Theron. Oh Dion. my God! That what's yes. more gorgeous? Angelina Jolie. I mean, we see the most beautiful so hang on, women. Real quick. Okay, Wait, stop. And every guy dreams about. It. In my day, we dreamt about Jane Russell, Marilyn Monroe, all those be- Rita Hayworth, all those beautiful women. We, d- we really never had a, a chubby icon to, to, to relate to. In other words, there's never been a beautiful, overweight actress in the mm-hmm. history of Hollywood. Hollywood dictates fashion, hairdos, and personality. Yeah, and I think hard. now Hollywood has gone a bit far with everything. What do you think? I, I agree. But what I- do you think? I don't uh, care uh, about you. Well, I
6: think like, now there is the big, beautiful No, no more of-
3: talking. There's For the you? women
6: that are the big, uh, the big- the bigger models, they're embracing that. The The Dove campaign has been really beautiful about embracing all different sizes of women's is beautiful, which they are, and then then you have like, the actress that's on This Is Us is a, is a larger yes. woman, who's won awards and is pe- people are really respecting her as being an incredible actress, and she's considered, she's a very beautiful woman. She just is a bigger sized woman, but I think there is a little more opening for different sizes because just um, starting
0: though. It's really yeah. just, starting. Yes. just starting. Yeah, absolutely, just starting.
6: So okay, real quick,
0: everybody, because we got to go because we have another guest in a minute. Yeah. Um, so oh, you guys, oh, I want to stay EG, with EG, her. We'll have her back, E.G. Daily, no, you guys. First of all, you. you can follow her on Twitter at real E.G. Daily. You want to go to EGDaily.com, dot com, you guys, um, because she's got two things on there that we didn't really get to talk about, but she's got E.G. Daily. Listen closely. One uh, yeah. autobiographical
6: oh. musical. It's very powerful.
0: And it says no, it's got uh, enough sex and scandal to make a dozen tabloid editors salivate, so people will true. like that. <laughs> and
6: if there is and a then voiceover you have seminar.
0: Yes, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. e g daily up close and personal voiceover acting seminar, you guys. and e g daily knows what she's going, what she's talking about because she like has done some of the biggest voices like ever. and I, all your kids, you guys, if you don't know who she is, all oh. your kids know who she is. <laughs>
6: You well, did the vo- voice of Tommy Pickles and Buttercup yes. on Girls, yeah.
3: Did you do the voice for uh what's her name? The big redhead in the movie? What was it? The gorgeous yes. girl.
6: Jessica, Jessica Rabbit,
3: Jessica Rabbit. No,
6: I did Who- do that one. I've done like Baby Mumble, Happy Feet, Babe and Babe Two, Tommy Pickles, Buttercup. And I've got they're doing a reboot on Rugrats, which is really exciting, and a whole bunch of other ones. One called Maddie and Friends is coming out next year, a whole bunch of things.
3: I and love it pays it. the bills. I'd love to do voiceover. I love He's it. Paying. She's very talented, you guys. She's gorgeous. Yeah, Please, listen, let's... Wait, let me, one more thing and I'm done. You made a commitment to come to our home. If you okay. don't come, I'm going to tell everybody you're really a man. <laughs>
0: You guys, it's E.G. Daly. She's so fabulous. You guys, please follow her on Twitter and the bit. And also, you guys, come on, let's get so pretty. Um, all you gotta do to get a song to do well is call your favorite pop radio station and tell them you want to hear it. You know, call the radio station, tell them that you want to hear E.G. Daly. So pretty, um, she's fabulous. Start sharing the video on social media everywhere, um, uh, anything that you can. Let's get the video to trend and let's get the thing getting some views. It's only got eighteen hundred views, you guys. It should have like eighteen million. Yeah. Let's wow. go.
3: What? Like, let's yeah, get more views,
0: and I will help. I will help, and we'll talk thank to you, you soon so much. to get you to the Celebrity Cafe. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. We'll see daughters. you in Palm Springs. Tell your daughter Please thank you.
6: You're invited. You're invited. No, I
0: will invite you. I got you all your info. I'll invite We'll like you. see you then. Thank you so much, I love Eg. You guys.
6: Bye,
3: honey. Love I you love love bye, you. Bye, you, bye. You got a brain in your head for a beautiful blonde.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, that was Eg Daily. We got to do two quick things before we call our next guest. One is going to be the the next event that we're going to, you guys, and it is on December fourth. I'm trying to get the little flyer thing for it. Uh, we're going. It's going to be in. Agora Hills, California. It's on December 4th. It's called Love Unites, and it's to raise money for the victims of the fires in California. Um, the event is done by Lisa Brando, and Lisa Brando is the daughter of iconic actor Marlon Brando and actress Cynthia Lynn. You guys know her because she was in Hogan's Heroes, um, if you if you used to watch that. And um, it's a fundraiser for the victims of the wildfires. You can go on Facebook and just plug in Love Unites um, with uh, – the with uh, Lisa Brando, and you can find the event. You can get tickets. Uh, Aaron Paul is going to be there. Daniel DeCrisio is going to be uh, performing. So's Aaron Paul. So's Revolution. So's American High. And some of the celebrity guests that are confirmed Dave Fairk from the Halloween uh, movie.
3: Um, let's see. I'm gonna see and Eileen Shapiro is snubbing
0: it. Ron and I are going to be there. Aaron Paul, Angel Salazar. Uh, Michael Madsen, I don't know who some of these people are Stephen Constantino Carolyn Hennessy Cindy Landon Kristen Coppen Da I know Dave Lawrence Donnie most, which we had on our show Aaron Murphy Frankie Ray Gretchen Bonaducci who's coming on our show um Jason Chaos Jason Stewart Julian Martinez Julie Dolan it's gonna be fabulous it's from seven to uh, seven to midnight Tuesday December fourth uh, it's at the um the Canyon Club in Agora Hills, California, and we really hope everybody uh joins it. It's fifty dollars to go to the event. Uh the money is all going to the victims of the fires.
3: And Eileen Shapiro is going to go to Florida instead. And then What is she gonna do in Florida? But lay with a bunch of old Jews in Boca bored to death.
0: Oh, I don't know what she else she's going to do,
3: but what, what gonna, else do we do in Florida? I mean, we we Jews
0: just lay around like cows. I've also got you guys. Then the next day, right after we have our show on Wednesday, we're going to be f- zipping off back to L.A. We're going to the Info List Relaunch Party and Holiday Party at Skybar. It's a red carpet event. There'll be lots of celebrities there, um, people from like Game of Thrones and and uh, WME and all kinds of stuff. Ron and I will be there. Caroline Williams is going to be there. I think. Uh, Ah, uh, Sadie Katz will probably be there, and Angie Martinez, and Caroline Williams. There's just going to be all kinds of uh, really big people. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, you can go to infolist.com and get your tickets. It's going to be a blast. We love these red carpet things. They're fun. And if
3: you're there, come and say hi to Jimmy and I. Absolutely,
0: it's going to be a blast. And then that's it. That was my only other thing. Oh, and we got to do one more thing because we got to call our next guest in a second. Uh, also, you guys, we we want to like do a plug for everybody who's. Uh, that did all the places that you can listen to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell including our home station w4cy.com where we're on from 12 to 2 or 3 to 5 on uh, eastern time or 12 to 2 pacific time with the fabulous Chad Murphy that's me There we go. We're on K4HD Radio in L.A., Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. Uh, We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And on television, we're on Vimeo, YouTube, Roku, and Comcast On Demand through the Galaxy Global Television Network. Oh my gosh. That's like such a mouthful. Um, oh I got something. And anybody who's and oh, anybody my. who's going to be in in LA, <laughs> Nobody heard
3: that
0: If anybody's going to LA, you guys please go join us for all these events. You can get tickets online. The Hanukkah premiere is 12/1 at the TCL Chinese Theaters. The uh InfoList party is December 5th. You go to infolist.com and the um, Love You Nights to raise money for the Carol uh, for the California fire victims, um, you go to Facebook um, and and plug in Love Unites, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, with Lisa Brando, so hopefully see you guys there at all three events. We're going to be exhausted.
3: And stay tuned for the next guest because we're going to discuss the California fires, which is something that no one has done yet. This is a, a Jimmy Star Ron Russell first. And also, we want to welcome B. Claudia in the chat room. What's up, B? B B She came in late, and
0: I didn't want to say anything because we had uh, EG Daily on, which I am such a huge EG Daily fan. Did you guys see Valley Girls? I mean, what a great movie. Like, she's in Valley Girls. I love that movie so much. She's uh, a
3: cool broad. She's cool. I really like her. I liked her from the first time we had her. Yeah, the first time we had her, she was fabulous. And I was happy that she's coming on again. And now she wants to be friends with us. I'm all for that. She's fabulous. I would love to be friends with her. She could be a lot of fun, I bet. So the next thing we're
0: going to do, you guys, we're going to play... A video, it's Kiki Epson's To Dad With Love, a tribute to Buddy Epson, and we're just doing that while we get her on the line. It's the show that we went to go see in October around my birthday. It's a fabulous, fabulous show. She's terrific in it, and we're going to call her now. So, Chad, how about you uh, go ahead and start playing the video and you get her on the line for us, please. Let's roll it. Ready.
1: with memorabilia from my dad's era way back when he was starting his career in the 1930s. You
3: gotta sing before
2: breakfast croon a and rejoice before you use that coffee pot, use your voice
1: I found his script from Born to Dance his songbook from The Wizard of Oz I get
2: wild away
1: Burring with the flowers, salting with the rain. My head I'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy. Imagine if I only had a brain. My dad loved the music of Cole Porter, Gershwin, Rogers and Hart. I love the music of Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin and Alice Cooper. And I'm thinking to myself, who is this guy? Who's this guy that I call my dad? Cause I really have no idea. I wanted to sit down with him then and talk, you could bet, but that time had passed. The only way now would be through music. Well, the first thing you know, Jed's the millionaire, the kinfolk said, Jim, move away from there. Said California is the place you ought to be. So the loaded up the truck and the moved to Beverly Hills. A
2: swimming pools, movie stars.
1: He always wanted me to be a jazz singer his dad's like i'm gonna spank her behind how dare she say that to me but he realized that really she was just trying to conserve her energy the is a can like a sovereign cat Two doesn't chuck left and right Minos
2: Moochine What a night There won't be a hook in at the cutfish ball
1: Just cause somebody's out of your life does not mean they are out of your life <laughs> There you go. People. That's
0: good. It's a good house. Yeah. That's there good. you go, Let fellas. Add, all right, everybody. So that was Kiki Epson. Kiki, say something so we can make sure everybody can hear you. Hi there. How you guys oh doing? My God. You sound so good. All right. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulous actress, singer, musician, Kiki Epson. Hello and welcome <laughs> back to the show. <laughs> Woo-hoo! I know you know us all already, so just say hi to Ron. Yeah, she's like one of my favorite people now. And uh, we got we got Chad, the man behind the boards Welcome in Florida. Back. Say hi Kiki. to Chad. Welcome
1: back. Hi, Chad. Good to have you.
0: And we've got Germany, Estonia, the UK, Canada, hey. the United States, and Australia on the line. So about, say, say hi to everybody in what the chat room. In
3: London, England.
0: I said the UK. Oh, oh, the UK. (laughs) So say hi,
3: everybody all over and we'll get started. Hi, everybody
1: all over worldwide. So great to spend my afternoon with you.
3: Yay. Okay. Now for all of you all over the world, I don't know how you're going to get to see her fabulous one woman show, but you're missing it. I'm sure she's going to video it one day. And then uh, it'll go out to Sell all of you. Sell it on a DVD. Well, I hate, to talk, no, <laughs> I hate to talk about it. And then people say, oh, but that's not fair, Ron. Because are clapping. You know, we don't see it. Uh, it's about her dad, Buddy Epson. It's the, a daughter who adored her father and did it through music and conversation. Uh, she's an enchantress i called her that on our interview and i think she giggled a little but she is an enchantress when she's on stage she absolutely mesmerizes you you don't look away you don't check out the audience you only focus on her because she's interesting and everything she says and does is so well done and interesting i gave this uh show a Five star, ten, uh, a ten and a five star. Oh. What's a ten and a five? A five star is very good, okay. by the way. What, a, a ten is like you know, from one to ten. But how can you give it a ten and a five? Hello do I know? I'm not good at math. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it
1: to 11. It went to 11. It was, 11. It was a
0: great review, you guys. The show is called Kiki. Yeah. It's called To Dad With Love, a tribute to Buddy Epson. Um, she sings in it. It's just fabulous, like trip
3: down her life. And I'm going to see it again when it comes to Palm Springs. That's mean, it for is sure. fabulous. Because I just want to hear that piece of music, that Moon River done so weird. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> oh, my God. Jimmy? All he did, he talked about it for three hours I want. Home. I want a recording of it. I have to I have you to have, have, a rec-
1: huh? have a record? You don't have a record?
3: You no.
1: Have- okay. You. It's
0: on there. It's Send on me there. the MP3. Send me the MP3 so I can put it in his phone because he's
3: like, Oh, dying. I loved it. It was the most haunting kind of a. Oh my God! What a he was like. It, I loved it, was it so much. Perfect. Well, it was perfect where it went. She absolutely put it exactly where it should have been. Anywhere else, it would have been like. What the hell is that all about? Well, it
1: came after the, the Breakfast at Tiffany segment that my father played, Doc Belightly, And we talk about that and how hard it was for me to watch the movie when I was a child because he was so, his acting was so amazing. And those beautiful blue eyes that teared up when Holly Belightly would not go home with him. I cried. I cried every time I saw it. I finally had to stop watching it.
3: It's just too no, much. The, first, the first time I saw it, I Actually, thought, it was very sad, though, I thought Buddy should have gotten some kind of recognition for it because he played that part so well. Yeah. That he well, made, he made that. everybody feel, you know, if she wasn't a hooker, we would all say she should have gone back with him. But she was a hooker and he would not have accepted that, I don't think. You know, that part was for Marilyn Monroe. He wrote it for Monroe. He never wrote it for Audrey Hepburn. And Monroe turned it down like a fool. But that was written for Marilyn Monroe. You know, one of the things that and I And she was a high uh, price hooker. That's what the 50 bucks was all about for the powder room. She was you a $50 you know, one of my hooker.
0: Part, one of my favorite parts of the show, because I have to... Like I have to like Don't give away too much. No, I have to clarify it though first, is that I I'm like a Beverly Hillbillies, Barnaby Jones Buddy Epson fan. I didn't really know like all the older stuff that he had done. You know, as a matter of fact, I never watched Turner Classic movies in my whole life until I met Ron. So oh, buddies and everything so, from
3: nineteen thirty two. So when they show him oh, dancing
0: with Come Shirley on. Temple, though, because Shirley Temple for me was like very iconic as a kid, like for some reason, that's like one thing my parents like showed me all the time, you know. And so to see all, the scene where he's like dancing with Shirley Temple, I was like, oh, my God, that's like the coolest thing ever.
1: Totally.
3: Buddy Epson has Bad played teams, opposite. Yeah. Buddy Epson has played opposite some of the most famous legends of Hollywood. I love it. Not actors. Legends. I mean, the names are phenomenal. Yeah. Judy he Garland? Played, who? Uh,
1: Judy Garland. You know, yes. oh,
3: yeah, for one, just Garland for just- one. Amazing. But Anyway, let's get to what I wanted to talk to you about because California has been totally ignored for this fire. Jimmy and I are going to a big, big fundraiser for the fire. Jimmy will tell you about it. Maybe you want to uh, attend as a celebrity. I think that would do you yeah. much good for your valley. Uh, Kiki lost her bond and a tractor in that dreadful fire, and now she's going to tell you about the fire to give you an idea of how intense it was and how destructive it was so that it has importance. I asked Kiki in an interview, why is President uh, Trump not giving us money or, or coming forward? And I said to him, maybe it's because he hates Democrats. In California, is practically all Democratic, so he might have wanted us all to burn up. I don't know. I doubt <laughs> it seriously. Trump's not all that bad. Anyway, <laughs> so, I
0: hate, <laughs> I, hate talk, I hate talking about anything that yeah, has to do. with am I'm,
3: I'm not a hater of Trump, by the way.
1: I'm I don't not like a,
0: anything. Political. I'm not a
3: hater of Trump
0: at so all. So anyway, tell us about your experience.
1: Okay, well, Trump aside um this fire i have lived in this area for pretty much all of my life especially in this ranch house it was my father's or my family ranch house it's a 90 year old adobe and it's in the malibu mountains and it's withstood a lot as you know 90 years it's it's been standing through fires through this scene i've been through now three fires where it's burned through our canyon up to our house but this fire was unprecedented the fuel was 35 years old. So it had been 35 years since the last burn, and it was the the wind was blowing so intensely on its way to Broad Beach. It started in Box Canyon, blew all the way to uh, Broad Beach in Malibu, which is why you got so much devastation. It was a classic Santa Ana wind condition, and when I saw the smoke, um, I went, Yeah, okay, let's let's start thinking about what we're going to do because it was about 4 p.m. and We thought it might miss us. We were right on the edge of the fire, right on the west side of it. But it got closer and closer. I have 18 horses here. And by the evening, we decided we better start moving horses out. It didn't have enough trailers for everybody. So I had some friends come over and some family. And we started leading horses down this two-mile dirt road to get to where the trailers could get us, because we're way back in the canyon. So it took us a few hours, and the smoke, you know, the flames, the the low is getting bigger and bigger, and we finally are calling the animal control to get help, and we get trailers showing up, and they had to drive through the fire lines. It came on really fast, you know, um, when when, when it got, got to the freeway. It ended up jumping the freeway where we were staged, and at one point, they said, cut the horses loose and run. Just run. There isn't enough time. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not cutting my
3: horse. No way, no way.
1: Being, you know, like they could be hit by emergency vehicles. It was crazy. Sheriff's running all around going, leave, you have to leave now. mandatory." They they didn't give us really enough time for the mandatory <laughs> evacuation. We had like 45 minutes, you know, like when we got that, everybody must leave. So I got most of the horses out with my friends and with some trailers. That had to drive through the fire lines to get to us. The rest of them we had to put in our neighbor's arena to what to shelter in place, which means you got to hold it at hold out through the firestorm. The fire planes weren't going to come into the arena, but they went all around. The smoke was everywhere. I pulled out wow. with my trailer and my dog and my cat to a nearby na- a canyon because I thought my house was burning down. I, I saw the smoke come. I passed through the fire line and saw the smoke go into my canyon. I'm like damn it. (laughs) My house is burning. And then I got very spiritual about it. You know, I honestly said, if it's burning, I want to burn with it, burn with it in the sense that if I'm cleansing, like the earth is cleansing, I want to cleanse myself of anything I don't need. I'm going to get emotional because it's really intense to watch what you think is burning, you know, your house and among all the other things. And my brother was there protecting the house. He texted me, he said, I'm going in, I'm going back in. So I'm like, Oh my God you know send him angels you know send him every Yeah but
3: it's also all the memories of your father I mean, that was your father's house
1: Exactly. Well, I'll tell you the good thing. I all the memorabilia that I use in my dad's show, it was the first thing I put in the car. <laughs> the coonskin hat, all those all the scripts, all the stuff, the, the letters That's stuff, very
0: so necessary.
1: I, the <laughs> I left everything else. But um
0: well that's non replaceable too. You can't yeah,
1: replace it. That was
3: so necessary. Time for the the show. The
1: pause, forget it, you know. But my brother had a lot of memorabilia, a lot of stuff from his life, and you know, that got burned. We had we lost three barns, a tractor, my my husband's collectible fire engine. It's not something kind of intense about watching a fire engine burn, you know. And um, wow. oh, miraculously, you know, because we had um you know, I had had people here, but we had such great clearance, but it was more than that. The fire burned to the edge. And then it just stopped and and it was like a miracle. I mean, it really was like we were in this little bubble because I'm looking around the house, I'm looking out the window right now, looking at all the blackened hills and our little sanctuary here. (laughs) Not even the trees around the house got burned, but everything else was destroyed. And of course, so many friends, uh, the fire burned relentlessly through all the canyons near near my, my canyon, you know, Atlantico and Cornell and Malibu Lake, Robert Hayes lost his beautiful, beautiful home and so many friends. And the thing about it is they focused a lot on Malibu and, you know, Lady Gaga and all these stars. They're like a small fraction of the people who live in these canyons where horse people were, you know, regular folks were, that aren't like millionaires that just love nature and they love this rural lifestyle and they lost everything. You know, so people should not get caught up in, oh, it's just the, you know, where all the millionaires go to play. Yeah, that's a small section of Malibu, but Cornell and Latigo and April Road and all these beautiful places where houses, these people are just devastated. So if if funding really does get pulled or somehow, you know, sh- uh, diminished, that would be a real shame, a real, real shame. So fundraising... Really, I was just doing a Salvation Army fundraiser yesterday for the fire victims, so they made now
3: Ronald Re- Ronald Reagan's ranch burned, right? Burnt and and how about and Bob Hope? Bob there.
1: Hope. Bob Hope's house is was is a neighboring ranch uh, that's part of the park now, and they lost this classic, beautiful barn. Um, I drove past it was, as it was burning. I came back to my house that that night. I actually came back while the hills were still on fire because that's how crazy I am, um, because I didn't want to leave the house alone because there's looters, you know, there are people who will come back. And, you know, and so my brother and I held up, we held up here with no electricity. The most sickening smoke you could ever imagine. I mean, the smoke was so thick. I thought, I mean, I just thought I was going to die. I mean, it was horrible. But Ronald Reagan... Peter Strauss Ranch, the Paramount Ranch,
3: burned to the ground. Oh wow! Um, that's a that's an
0: old one. One thing I think is important for people to know, because something you just said really like hit a chord, and I didn't even think about it, but like, because the only thing I've seen really like on the news is Miley Cyrus lost her house and Lady Gaga lost her house, but but the fact that like there's you know tons and tons of people who live there who don't make $50 million a picture it's or $20 million, you know, and they've lost everything and how important it is, you know, for someone to come in and help all those people.
3: Well, it's the trailer park that got burned, and those people are uh, old, elderly people on Social yeah. Security, and the entire trailer park just burnt right down now. They're homeless. Uh, 207 people, I believe, are still missing. Um. How could we not? Yes. How could we not be interested in this story anymore? How can we dismiss it and say, "Oh well, it was a fire, and Lady Gaga's house didn't get burnt"? Uh, how about we think about the two hundred and seven people who are missing and the families that are delirious, running around, screaming, "Where is my father? My sister? My mother? My brother?" It's heartbreaking to well, think you don't that have the just regular people.
1: Yeah, and the my regular people. a firefighter. I don't know if you know, my husband's a firefighter. So yeah. he led a strike team one canyon over from our house. So frustrated because he couldn't come back here and, and defend our house. He had to defend uh, Cornell and Malibu Lake. And we went and viewed the area just a few days ago, the whole area of Malibu. I mean, my Aunt Vilma, you know, my dad's dance partner, her old house right. ground in Point Doom. And you know I I spent so many years there as a child and the houses that he thought he had saved, he came back and they've been burnt. And and it's just so emotional. And these and he had to have somebody actually during the fire, an old man would not leave his house. He had to get the police to come and pull him out and went back, his house was completely burned to the ground, he would have died, you know, so it's well, just one, one of those things. Terrible you know. tragedy. One
3: one elderly gent uh, was sleeping and he perished in the fire and his neighbors next door died also. They never knew what hit them. It was a trailer park home. Uh, it just, the fire was so intense; it just roared and ran. Uh, this is not the first time. When I lived in California in 1960, two, three, four, five, maybe there was an enormous fire there also. But that was in Malibu Canyon. If you remember yeah, that fire, I
1: actually remember that fire. That was the first time I actually evacuated with my horses. It didn't come through our canyon, but I've been evacuating horses from this ranch since I was, see, that was seven years old. How many horses do you have? I have 10, and there were 18 here, so I board. I have some friends who keep their horses here, but for my equine programs, which I do, I I have 10 rescued horses. And um, I tell you, it was really great. They were good horses, and that trauma and all that stress, they got into strange trailers in the middle of the night with people they didn't know, and they took off. I didn't even know where my horses were going, neither Hanson Dam or Ventura Fairgrounds, because they just kind of opened up shelters all over. And then you, you know, you put an ID tag on your horse, and then hopefully you can find them later. But I wasn't going to cut them loose and run. I said, "No, no, no, no. A- no."
3: Animals know things that we don't know, and those horses knew they had to get the hell out of there. Yeah. So yeah. you're a well seated woman, I believe. Well seated. That's an old expression. You ride a horse. I just okay. want to show off. You <laughs> never heard that. You never heard that well yes, seated.
1: Sure I've not. I mean, but in this day and age, it could mean so many things. But you,
3: um, you, and Dad, and Dad's <laughs> in, wait, in Dad's in Dad's day, that's what he would have said. My daughter's well <laughs> seated, which means rides horse well.
1: I've been riding horses since I was two years old.
3: I know. I, I heard that in the show. I you're not going to. You're not going to tell us that little story because I noticed when we did the interview, you cut it off. You didn't want to tell the story that's in your show, which <laughs> I thought was delightful. Well, how you had your hair done, gorgeous, oh, teased oh, oh, up, right, right. bouffant. I can tell the
1: story. This is it's the. Tell re- it. I love
3: okay. This is part of her show, folks, and it's okay, so charm. It's, it's such a charming story.
1: It's just. Uh, it, it's it's a story of how my 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 we were invited to the Reagan. which no longer exists. So I'm appointed. <laughs> when I was uh, seven or eight, my brother and I and my mother and father got an invitation to the Reagan ranch um, right as he was about to start his campaign for governor. So I guess getting all of his old Western actor buddies together like uh, Rex Allen and Slim Pickens and, of course, Dad. Dad wanted to do something special for this. Because the Reagan Ranch is just over the mountain, and when I say just over the mountain, it's like a gigantic mountain. I wish I could show you because it's, <laughs> <like>, it's
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> mountain range, you know. But as the group flies, we're like what now? Mountain. Yeah, giant. So my dad said we're gonna ride horseback. You know, we're going to go on horseback. My mother had already gotten her hair done with this like quaft and perfect. And she went to, you know, uh, Neiman Marcus and had this beautiful outfit and thought, I want to go to the Reagan Ranch and, and like in style, right? I want to drive in and have a good time. But my dad's like, nope, we're going to ride horses. And we're going to impress our Western buddies. And so we we saddle up and head out to the ranch thinking we're going to save time by going over this giant mountain range. And it's a disaster. My Brother falls off. He's not as good a ride. He's not as well seated as I am. So <laughs> he falls off. <laughs> you know, I'm scooping him up. He's fine. My mother's getting poked and prodded with branches and there's ticks. And we're so, so oh my God. Because she go, oh, you no know,
4: ticks. You know,
1: and, you know dad, in the 60s, that bouffant hairdos were there. <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> the ranch, and you know, it was like it was a disaster. And my dad was such a romantic. You know, I could see. Oh, I want to take my family. We're going to ride in, like. Little- <laughs> so we get there, and um, someone takes our horses, which is fantastic. You know, they take them away to be watered and fed, and we're escorted to this barbecue, and it's fabulous. You know, all old Hollywood, and all you know, politicians and Reagan, and this beautiful ranch, and uh so. And my dad, my mother, almost. First Forgot about this horrible event until dust settled, and she realized, "I'm gonna have to ride out the way I rode in." She's just like, "No way!"
3: So, no way! so, so <laughs> my dad,
1: ticks. she grabs no ticks she just wanted. To, she <laughs> grabs my little brother's hand and looks at my dad and says, "I'm taking our son, and I'm getting a taxi." And so she did. <laughs> but but then I love dad and I to get to get four horses home, you know, in the dark, the long way around, so in silence. We didn't speak at all. I felt bad for him, <laughs> but we made
3: well, it. Rider, right, uh, right, horse rider, yeah, not rider. Ri- not rider. I have a cold. That's why my voice is so weird. I have oh. a little bit of a cold that's coming a and going.
1: McCartney voice today,
3: <laughs> but so so. Buddy was a was a definitely an outgoing guy, right?
1: He uh, outdoors. horse outdoors. Yeah, very much. Now,
3: Name drop for me, please. Give us the names of the people who you've seen as a child growing up in your home. It's going to be outstanding.
1: Uh, Really?
3: <laughs> well, I'm sure Buddy Epson had, had a lot of friends in the biz. Yeah,
1: you know... A lot of, I'll tell you, to be honest, I mean, we there were the, the, he used to go to John Wayne's house a lot. John Wayne did not come to our our house, but um, he was good friends with Bob Hope. Obviously, living in this canyon, we would go to Rex Allen. Rex Allen's ranch was just a couple miles away. Um, Dick Van Dyke, I, of course, all the Disney people. Um, uh, the He did a couple movies with Dick Van Dyke, who also spoke at my dad's uh, service. Um, you know, Lee Merriweather, all the cast from the Beverly Hillbillies. Um, but my dad did most of his entertaining, I mean, this, we're kind rural of out, rural out here, you know, by Hollywood standards, so um, most of, he would go to part, a lot of parties and he kind of separated Hollywood from his family life. We didn't really feel like we were put into the spotlight that way. And when my dad did hang out with friends, he loved old billions. The Weir brothers and Zeke Manners, people from like old radio in the 40s. And, and, you know, I mean, that's what those were his buddies. That's who he idolized, those type of folk.
3: I love it. Well, they were his whatever's. Now, listen, off camera, I need Lee Merriweather's contact information because I wanted her to come on the show, and I also want to interview her. You should I, actually
0: say I, that off air.
3: Well, <laughs> I'm not saying it. I, no, I didn't want her to give me her phone number I know, now. she's not going to give it to you uh, now. But I have got to say that, you know, I met Lee Maryweather at the convention here in Palm Springs 10 years ago, and Jane, myself, and Tony Curtis, we all went somewhere. I don't remember where, neither did she, but she, we both remembered we had a good time. Um, she's still the most gorgeous woman in the world. She's 84. She's magnificently beautiful.
1: Really? And, and on the inside, too. I'm just a gorgeous
3: Yes, woman. I love her.
1: She comes out to the ranch all the time to visit our new rescued horses. Yeah, she loves them. You know, see, so she's one of my best volunteers. I've picked oh, no, her. Oh no, she's she's a, she's a s- the <laughs>
3: sweet, lovely woman in person. She's not affected. She's just a delightful lady. And yeah. but I couldn't get over how beautiful. I, I, I mean, when I saw her in the, seated, she was like four or five seats in. And I got so excited to see her that I was leaning over to kiss her hello, six six seats in. I didn't realize that my hand went down on this man's crotch. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I, said, I said, excuse me. And then he looked at me. I said, was it as good for you as it was oh, for me? God. He didn't like my humor. He didn't appreciate it, but she did. <laughs> uh it was it was a great party afterwards we all had a lot of pictures taken and fun so yes i would like to uh show I have to say that too though cuz like uh I was super
0: excited to meet Lee Merriweather, actually your show was fabulous and I thought, oh my God what a great show and then to meet her afterwards I was like, oh my god like what a great evening We had such a good time we talked about it all the way home back to Palm Springs um, she was so gracious and beautiful she so, so <laughs> she
3: really is a, a beautiful woman her always skin her skin is like a 20 year old and
0: seeing you two together and and one of the things I really liked a lot was the fact that you had the cardboard cut out of the Tin Man. Yes, um, you know of your of your of father, father who was the Tin Man. I thought, oh my God, this is like the coolest we thing ever. We all took
3: pictures with that. Cor- it really was. corny, corny, but I had to have a picture uh, me too. next to Buddy as the Tin Man for my well, own I, private I, self. I'm
1: glad you like it because we had a lot of like choices of what character to do a cut out of, and I just thought that's the one people don't loved know as much, you know. And I thought, how cool is that? So. And you know, the way you did
0: it too, with his face in, it
3: was so yeah, great. I mean, everyone it was really put together everyone, well. Everyone took pictures with it. Everyone loved it. Uh, We should tell everybody, too, you guys can follow
0: Kiki on Twitter, because that way you'll know when she's got new shows coming up. It's at Kiki Epson, K-I-K-I-E-B-S-E-N. And if you want to see all the cool things she's done and is always doing, you can also go to KikiEpson.com, which, again, is K-I-K-I-E-B-S-E-N.com.
3: Now, Kiki also was with Chicago, and I don't mean the state, uh, the city. I mean the group. Tell us about that, Kiki.
1: Well, I've been keek. I, a, a keek. You know what? That's my deal called me. You it's called me keek. No,
3: because now I know you and now I really have great affection for you. So now you're keek. I'm
1: geek. keek. And, uh, you're my, uh, you you're my was, little, keek. A, a little keek. Well, I, I spent many years as a touring musician because um, as a keyboardist. And I started with the rock group Chicago. I started playing their keyboards and doing other sort of computer type things. Back uh, behind the drum riser, so I wasn't on stage. I was called an off-stage keyboard player, which is interesting. But it was a fun experience. I did two tours with them and a record, and then I moved on to the jazz singer Al Jarreau. I worked with him, oh, and then I, I loved I Al
3: Jarreau. You know,
1: Succession, oh. people from Belinda Carlisle to Tracy Chapman to Christopher Cross to Boss Skaggs to Michael McDonald to Jeffrey Osborne, James Ingram, Patty Austin, and the list goes on and on. Um, spent many years playing and then also making my own records. And then I just sort of evolved to where I'm just doing my projects now. It's just a, it's been a great life.
0: Oh my god! hang on there was a concert with Jeffrey Osborne many many years ago in Florida when I lived in Florida and I had tickets and we were at a restaurant and we were running late and I was like having a heart attack because I was like we're going to be late we're going to miss Jeffrey Osborne you know we got to hurry we got to hurry and they were like oh no you don't have to worry don't worry about it they were like turn around and he was like at the table behind us and I was like oh all right (laughs) (laughs) so I'm not going to be late because Jeffrey Osborne I used to love just Jeffrey Osborne was such a freaking talent Everybody you played with was a super talent, but Jeffrey Asborn had more of like a personal thing. And Belinda Carlisle, because I met her like many years ago, too. She was
3: Now, I know you're too young to be, but were you sort of a hippie?
1: Uh, I I was more of a 70s. I mean, I did my 70s thing. I had my, you know uh stocks and all that kind of stuff. My sisters were more hippies; they were more '60s. So I kind of watched my old, my older sister go through that whole scene. But she introduced me to a lot of the great music: Donovan, Joni Mitchell. You know, I, I got my share of '60s music, and then in the '70s, I went into full-on rock and roll. You know, Led Zeppelin, Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath.
3: <laughs> did Did you ever hang out up at Topanga Canyon?
1: Yeah, I, I went. We I played the Topanga Corral. You know the Topanga- oh my
3: you're kidding i'm
1: not kidding we
3: used to go there to hear bones remember the group bones they were very familiar yeah and we used to go to the post office up there i love topanga canyon i wanted to live there forever but i never got there but um back in the the 60s and 70s topanga canyon and the corral but it burned down the corral Yeah, and I love. I wanted Jimmy to go there. They had the best rock and roll. So you performed at the corral.
1: Yeah, many years ago.
3: <laughs> lucky, lucky you. Yeah. that was a yeah. that was a very in club.
1: Oh, very, very. Yeah, i before, I mean, I you know when I was younger, obviously the Starwood, Guitares, all. Sure. Yeah. Did you,
3: did you ever play in in uh, West Hollywood at um, the the famous one? Oh, the the play- Tracadero? No not that Troc- sounds like Trocadero, but it's not.
1: My, you know, my, my, my. A place Above the rose, I think. I can't remember the name of it anymore, but that was in West Hollywood. I used to play there. Um, that
3: was Studio One.
1: Was this Studio what, One? Or
3: was the big gay bar and below it was the Rose. The oh, Rose Tattoo. Said, the Rose Tattoo.
1: Yeah, the Rose Tattoo. I did actually I did a um I did a review up there. I was part of a review. It was it was for I think it was yeah, it was just—I can't even remember—but it was—it was for the gay community. It was—it was a really interesting show. I played some biker chick with, you know, pinkies. <laughs> well, Rock,
3: Rock, Rock Hudson's favorite place was the Rose Tattoo, and we yeah. spent many a wonderful evening with Rock Hudson there. Uh, Rock was—I knew Rock from when I was with Universal, when I did movies up there, and I met Rock. Or Roy, actually, and he was the sweetest, nicest, kindest, most gentle human Super being. Super hot too. Oh, he was. Back. No, he, when he spoke, his voice was so baritone you would vibrate because his the the, the vibes from his voice made your chest vibrate. Oh, I used so, to tell rock yeah, all the time.
0: Everybody in the chat room is saying that they love your stories. And just do me a favor, say hi to Dave. Dave is in the UK and he wrote Kiki or Keek has an insane smile, loving it, guys. So say hi to Dave. That way we can.
3: He's married. He always flirts with every he's girl wor- who comes on the, the show. He's the worst wolf. <laughs> he is the wolf. He, he comes in every week as a wolf. I mean, he's terrible. So oh. Now you, you want add Kiki to your, your list? Okay? Eli. Like, every
0: time we have a Dave. beautiful
3: woman, which is like almost every time,
0: every woman just happens to be beautiful who and, comes and on. And this one's always
3: in the chat room talking about how beautiful all the women are. <laughs> and this one happens to be married. <laughs> so am, relax. I there I you do. go. She said hi, Dave. So now That's you good. have a. There fan. you go, Dave. But listen, everybody out there, and we have four five almost 5 million people watching us right now in in, in syndication i want you all to know if you enjoy her now nothing like her on a stage you got to see this broad on a stage she goes it's worth it she dances she mesmerized you got to see her show because kiki is a very interesting woman and, uh, and a, she's and a, got a bunch, bunch of, actress, too.
0: And she's got a bunch of CDs for sale. Where do people go if they want to buy your CD? Where's the best place for you for them to go?
1: You, you Well, uh, KikiEpson.com will link you to every CD that I've ever made. And you can also check iTunes. Not not all of them are up on iTunes. So go to KikiEpson.com. Get on my mailing list. Chat with me.
0: Send me a There note. you go, you guys. Go to KikiEpson.com because that way she doesn't have to pay a distributor or anything. She gets the money herself. So there. Yes. Believe me, I know all of it. <laughs> all right, everybody. So we're yeah. going to have to end this. So follow Kiki oh. Epson on Twitter, you guys. It's at Kiki Epson. And go to KikiEpson.com. And um, Kiki, we love you to death. Thank you so much for sharing all your stories. And we hope to
3: see you soon. And In Palm you. Springs. And I'm going to talk to the owners of the Camelot Theater. That's 350 That's seats. Cool. Maybe they – but you wanted to do more than one book, right? You want to book like a week well, or two. know I-
1: well, let, let's talk. I mean, I, whatever they have. So we'll, we'll talk about they, it. Let's talk. They, they do
3: movies. Like right now, they're doing the. Uh, okay, okay. we got go to go this later. They're doing the man Christmas thing. <laughs> anyway, Kiki, we'll guys. see you soon. Bye, Love you Kiki, back see better. You, see and you. I'm happy that you're safe yes, and everything is that wonderful. That you're safe. Good Say to hi you, your brother. Honey. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, Kiki, honey.
0: Hey Bye. everybody! Thanks so much for what tuning in. What a sweet in. woman I love. Don't her forget, so much. don't forget to go to the Hanukkah premiere December first if you're in L.A. and you can also go to the Love Unites uh, charity charity fundraiser on December fourth. Um, and we've got on twelve five the red carpet InfoList relaunch party infoList dot com. And uh, somebody wrote in the chat room, I don't know who that is, thanks so much for hosting Kiki Epson today. Great interview, but we loved it. Illy, everybody in the chat room, Dave, Eileen, everybody, Be, uh, be, Claudia. thanks so much. You guys have a fabulous weekend, and we'll see you guys all next week. Bye now. You're Bye, everybody. we
2: we'll hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get laid tonight. You need, you need Jimmy Star. Jimmy Starr